Hello and welcome to Don't Argue, Power by Bet Easy. It is our Wednesday edition because we have five Thursday night games. Round one is upon us and we've got the experts in. Jacob Wilson from Champion Data. We need to pump him up because he got so much right last year. Can he continue this year? Welcome, Jakey. Thanks, Dicker. I feel like I'm in good form early. Last week we did our uh, future bets and I think we found a few winners there, so we'll find a few more today. And a man who's just had his finger on the pulse all summer... Jay-Z, and isn't he fired up? He's tanned up, he's had a wax, he's just ready to roll. You're a crazy man, Dicko. Hey, normally round one throws up some uh, curious results, doesn't it? We're always uh, caught a bit off guard in the opening round of the season. I'm not feeling like that'll be the case this year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly as we call it right now. Well, this will be your ultimate punny experience. Every week we're going to bring you the best tips possible. The boys will have their top five and we'll have the Boonana, which is the roughy, oh, but we'll also get your tips throughout yep. for the weekend. But we're going to start with the top five. Now, Jacob Wilson, I'm leaning to you because yep. at the moment you're hotter than him and not from the looks point of view, but from your tips. <laughs> you're actually not a bad rooster. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. I better that. pump you up as well. I'll give you a hard seven, <laughs> a, a soft eight. So you're... Fifth best tip for the yeah, weekend my is? My fifth best tip, and uh, it's the Saints by 40 plus. Ooh, against now, Gold Coast? Against Gold Coast. Now, what do we know about the the Suns will be terrible this year? This will be the first time we get to see them run out um, for the year, and people will actually get a good look at how bad this team is going to be. Are the Saints much better, though? Like, you look at the... I understand what you're saying about Gold Coast. It's the worst team that's ever been fielded in five years yeah. or something like that, according to the great people at Champion Data. But I look at the Saints... Uh, uh, team, and that doesn't, doesn't exactly... Have to, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be this year. I think you're going to see a lot of big, big margins going against his Suns teams on a weekly basis. To his defence, the pre-season, you can grab snippets, I reckon, from yeah. what the sides are doing. Their pressure yeah. the has pressure. been... What? Yeah. The Saints' pressure's been enormous. They've changed that coaching stuff, and what we've seen is they've gone from the second worst team at defending their 50 to the best team through the JLT series. Now, it's a small sample. It's JLT. It is what it is. That looks like a notable improvement, and it could be based around the system that they've brought in with Ratten. Okay. Uh, no Jakey Carlisle, though, though. I know he's didn't play in the JLT season. But system he... is better than individuals. Okay, I like that. Oh, he's starting mm, like to talk that. like a real coach. Right, okay. <laughs> Finally, he's got his head out of the computer, and you're just looking at the game. Now, you're starting with your best, or your fifth tip from Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going to make you some money here, Dicko, with oh, the first game of the season. Of course, Richmond are going to win. So what you do is you, you combine the Richmond win with the total game score over 183. I think with Lynch out there, Dusty Martin back, uh, Cochin, etc. I think Richmond are going to get a score against the new look um, Carlton team. I think Carlton will kick some goals as well. I don't think this will be a dour grind. With the new rules, the 6-6-6, I think there'll be goals kicked late in the game. So Richmond into over 183. That's $2.10. Just double It's a really good way time. to look early in the season. What we see in those Thank first you, four weeks of the season is scoring is up. Yep. And then what we'll see is Carlton have lost Ten games, yeah. four games by sixty points, and they go. You know what? Let's put this handbrake <laughs> on and flip all these. Let's all grab it and just. <laughs> just... So the first four weeks, I would be looking at the over and a lot of these match yes. scoring compared to the under. Thank you, Jacob. Gee whiz, you both don't agree too much because uh, you'll kill the energy of this show. Now, your fourth best tip for the weekend. Yeah, now it's not all about the men. The women are playing as well. We're into the prelim finals, and the final system is a bit of a joke because we've had the fifth best team get in. Uh, and they're going to be playing against a rampaging Fremantle. So that is Carlton, who shouldn't really be in the finals against a rampaging Fremantle. Yep. The line in this game is only nine and a half it's points. Sure, if you it's look a skinny at, line. It's a skinny line for a team that Fremantle's been beating everyone that's come to them in the last few weeks. So 
Get on board Fremantle. Watch, watch the women's, um, and yep. you can make some easy money there. Yeah. Okay. Now you're leaning towards a mob that you are just tipping for the flag. You're pumping up. You just you love it down there at Melbourne. I, don't I you? like the demons, uh, Dicko. It's fair to say. And I, look, I, I haven't punted on this particular market before, but I think <laughs> about it. I think Melbourne uh, is not only going to win the game, but I also think Jacob <laughs> that Maxi gone for the first bounce, shark it straight down. The, I don't know, Jack Finey. Clayton Oliver, Petrarca, uh, Petrarca Brayshaw, any one of these young elite midfielders at Melbourne, and they will score first in the game. Scotty Lyce at no. Port Adelaide players will still work out what's going on there at the MCG. <laughs> so Melbourne first score and win, $2.20. No, the ticket is red 22 because this is just a chook raffle. <laughs> 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 put them all in the hat, you pull out a number, that's who scores first. So I don't love that one. Maxi gone is going to be dominant and dominant <laughs> early. And there'll be a text message going around within the first minute and a half of this game, and I'll either be... They still need to win as well. They don't just need to score first. They need to back it up as well. I think they win easy. From the serious question here to go. Port Adelaide rebuilding. No. Because they're playing, what, six debutants, four first-year players. Yeah, they've got 11 changes, I think they said, from around 23 last year. Is this a rebuild on the brand? Well, it's hard because I think seven of their best eight players are 28 years or older. So it's hard to rebuild while also having such a wealth of experience. I don't know where this club is at. That's why I don't have them in my top eight. I don't know what they're doing. They're re-stumping. Sit on the fence there, They're re-stumping, aren't they? I think this is a rebuild. They're just not saying it. Okay. All right. Well, I like your Melbourne bit, and I can't wait to hear the, uh, <laughs> the big uh, roar from the press box when it happens. <laughs> Bingo! Melbourne point. Okay. Now, <laughs> your third best tip of the weekend, Adelaide. We love Adelaide. I yeah. reckon their foot skills over the summer are the best in the competition. Yeah, and we, we mentioned last week, we, we all think they're going to have a big year. Yep. And when Adelaide are on... They're almost impossible to stop at home. You look at their record at home over the last few seasons, they've got 35 wins and just nine losses at home. So that's what I'm looking at. When they're at home, they're almost untouchable. The Hawks going in mm. without Wingard, without Scully. Uh, even Mitchell. Mitchell's obviously out for the whole season. And then Gunston might be under a cloud as well. This isn't a full-strength Hawthorne yep. team. Coming up against the rampaging, um, rebuilt, ready-to-go Adelaide Crows. Well, you blokes are lining up in some capacity here because you've taken the minus 20 and a half yep. and you're leaning towards... I, I like Adelaide, but not by as much. I don't think it's going to be a big percentage booster. I like them 1 to 39. Yep. i got respect for Alistair Clarkson, that magnificent Hawthorne yep. Football Club organisation. I look at their best 22 and I still think there's a lot of quality there. Yes, they're going to get some big names back. Tom Scully by around 5 or 6. But I think Adelaide 1 to 39, you know... Comfortable, but not a huge victory for We've the We've got a honeypot there. We've got the honeypot, which is if they win by 20 to 40, we both win. We do. There'll be high fives. Yeah. <laughs> got a chook raffle, a honeypot. What else have we got, boys? Uh, okay. Now, your second best of the weekend, Jacob. I like yeah. this. This I is. Really like yeah, it. I love this one. Might, I might revisit it a bit later as well with the bull nana, but I like <laughs> the Melbourne v Port Adelaide game to be a high scoring game. Yeah. The reason behind this is yes. last year, Melbourne were the highest scoring team. Yeah. Port Adelaide were the lowest scoring team. But through JLT, Melbourne were number two, and Port Adelaide were the highest scoring team. It looks like they've actually changed their brand. They're playing a really aggressive style. Yep. And if they try and take on Melbourne in an aggressive game at the MCG, there are going to be points galore. Yep. Port Adelaide's defence had 17 players playing in defensive 50 a lot of the time. If there's only six down there, Melbourne will kick a big score. And if you look down the other end as well, Sam Frost and um, there's no Stephen May, there's no Jake Lever. There's a few pieces missing down from Melbourne's defence. Yep. So I've got that to go for 200-plus points yep. at $3.25. Yeah, what's like good that. about that? Who's going to be in the front row seat enjoying that one? Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking just going, oh, oh look at those points. new rules. Oh, I loved it. 200-plus yep. points. Six, six. Those All changes right. we made. It's a nice price, though. $3.25. $3.25 for 200 it. As I said, 
First four weeks, high scoring. Okay. Yeah, boys, we like to get a little bit funky at times. We are Mate, funky. We don't always just slow dance on the dance floor. Sometimes <laughs> you've got to take it up a gear. And on this occasion, I'm looking to Sydney and the Western Bulldogs match. And the Western Bulldogs goal kick, he's been flying under the radar all preseason. But Sam Lloyd when inside that forward 50 with a bit of space, can do some magical things. We saw him kick the couple of snags from the boundary line in the last JLT game. He's $26 Wow! Kick the first goal of the game, Sam Lloyd, the Richmond goal kicker. He's deadly. He's deadly. I think what people are forgetting, you're right, in that last year he played on a wing. He only kicked five goals, I think, for the entire season. So when you're actually putting back in the forward yes. line, in a, in a much-needed forward line where they're much definitely needed, crying yeah. out for someone like yeah. Sam Lloyd, you might be on the money. $26 is good yeah. value because they've got Suckling down there, they've got... Gowers. maybe as well. You don't know who's really going to get shot. I like the yeah. Sam Lord. Yeah, and Tom McLean, not Tom McLean, Toby McLean is also at 26 bucks. I don't mind him as well. It could be a little $5 each sort of situation. Split a 50, Jay. On the two Western Bulldogs. Luke Beveridge knows that Sam Lloyd can kick 40-plus goals this season. I expect him to snag a very couple early ones. All right, now the best bet of the weekend. This is undoubtedly where you blokes shine because uh, we can look at your top five in retrospect but I've got my eyes right on number one and yours is the Cats. Mine is the Cats. Now the reason for the Cats is I think this is the moment they stamp themselves on the 2019 season as a contender. They've got Patrick Dangerfield who played a lot forward last year. Actually played at 35% in the forward line. I think he comes back to the midfield. Send Gary Ablett down there. He wasn't really impactful in the midfield. Uh, and what we'll see is this midfield with um, all this talent in there is actually going to dominate the Collingwood midfield on Friday night. Whoa! That's whoa, massive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm very confident yeah. with it. You look at the actual talent yeah. in the midfield. Talk about a chook raffle. The best player is Dangerfield. Come and then, on. then Geelong had that wealth of talent around him. Why, why, why are you so heavy on the Cats? We just we look at their list. Wait, and hang on, we. We Champion at Champion Data. Data, we looked at their list and we think it's a very strong list. So what, what was wrong with we think what was wrong with Geelong last year was more their game plan. We couldn't we couldn't identify one. So then when we look at it uh, for this year, we, it sounds like coming out and we're going to go on whispers. We hear these sort of things, but it sounds like they've got a, a more definitive, a more clear um, game plan. Okay. And if they put that with a really strong team, they're going to be a contender. All right. Well, uh, Jacob. Yeah, this sort of a... impacts your be best bet of the weekend. <laughs> I got a lot of respect. Did I convince for you? you? Uh, did I get you off your bet, young man? But uh, you, Fairdinkham, need to have a panel all because you got a headache. You said that the Geelong midfield would dominate yep. um, Collingwood this weekend. Let me throw some names at you, little grasshopper. Side bottom. Tick. Yep. Adam Trelaw. Tick. Scott Pendlebury. Tick. Jordan Degowie. Tick. Tick. Won't play for midfield. <laughs> We'll spit through the mids. Exactly. First game back from injury, he won't see him in there. You no, can... no, no Taylor, Adam. tells Taylor, me Taylor Adams out. This Collingwood midfield, to me, is the best midfield in the competition. And I saw them against Carlton, and they were just whipping the ball around with the uncontested possession. There is no way the likes of... Who did you say? Fogarty and I didn't who else did you say? <laughs> Brandon Parfit. And what else you got there? Sam Meek what's Sam Menegola is gonna take it up to sideline <laughs> and co. So I like Collingwood at the line to yep. win this. Uh, minus eight and a half. They should do that. Into Melbourne, into Adelaide, into Sydney over the Western Bulldogs. That's a six dollars twenty uh, multi to get your weekend started. I said off the top of the show, Dicko, that sometimes round one spits up some uh, unusual yep. results. I don't think so this weekend. That that is uh, right in my wheelhouse, and uh, I think we're off to a flyer. Geelong, honestly. <laughs> Smiling assassin over there is going to disagree. I'm very, I'm very happy with uh, Patrick Dangerfield is going to have 35 disposals, probably kick a goal yeah, or two. They don't count when they're on Collins Street. He's, 
<laughs> he is very impactful when he plays in the midfield. He's the best midfielder in the league if you put him in there. All right. All right. Well, there's well, the... ha- lastly, well, do you think Levi Greenwood will play, will, will get Gary Ablett? That's the matchup, isn't it? In the forward line. It's interesting because he did play a lot of back pocket last year. Uh, whether, you, whether you just you tag him straight away, it's his first game as a forward. Just let him, let him run free for a bit of it. But Greenwood, it's an interesting matchup. Greenwood tags Ablett. Totally shows okay. me the Just show me your um, handball technique quickly. If you're handballing a ball. Show me yours. Oh my golly. Okay, we're in trouble after the break because <laughs> quick hands doesn't look good. And we're going to have Jacob's best fantasy bet. Last yes. year we did a little thing called fantasy fill up oh, and it was because he rode a bicycle in at the start of the year and a Lamborghini out. That tells you exactly how hot he is. You're listening to Don't Argue, Powered by Betty. Welcome back to Don't Argue, powered by Bet Easy. Jacob Wilson, Jay Clark. Now it's time to turn our attention to our champion data man in Jacob Wilson. Fantasy fill up, I mentioned. It was outstanding when we did the show. Yeah, we yeah. might even bring it back because you were that hot. With you know what I love to do on that show? I love to have the profit graph of how much money we were making. It was just yeah. soaring up every single yeah. You know week. what he used to do? He used to go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the wolf on Wall Street. He's just going, it's climbing, it's climbing. I think Jack McRae took out a restraining order against you. You were following him that closely. Give us your best couple of fantasy bets this weekend. Okay, so I've got I've, I've gone for a few more futures in the fantasy market. Just cause where this is where I think we'll, we'll start with these this week and then we can watch them for the year. So okay. I'm going for Angus Brayshaw to lead the Demons for fantasy points this year. Ooh, nice. now, if you look at it, from round 10 to 23 last year, he was the third highest scoring player in the league when he got put into that midfield and played in that role. And what he does better than Oliver um, is he actually kicks it. So you look at Oliver, Oliver's a handball first kind of player. Um, Brayshaw finds more of the ball on the outside to get a lot more marks and he gets a lot more kicks, so he actually scores more points than Oliver. Like it. What's your next best? So my second best is Jago O'Meara to lead the Hawks. Ooh. Now, where we're looking with Jago O'Meara is there's a big change what we saw from him from pre-buy to post-buy. So what we were seeing pre-buy, he was ranked seventh at the club. He was averaging about 85 fantasy points per game. When you go to post-buy, he was averaging 100 points per game and he was second to only Tom Mitchell. So if he keeps that post-buy form, he will be Hawthorne's Number one scoring fantasy player Very this compelling. year. Jacob clearly been reading the Herald Sun. You know we've been we've been sort of covering that in depth. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a good article yourself. I found. <laughs> 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 All right, boys. Now I saw your action before the break with your quick hands. So I'm going to start with the man who had the sound action. Yes, Jay Clark. Yep. Thursday night, Carlton Richmond. I think uh, Richmond. Uh, it's a 36 and a half line, but I think it's Richmond big. still has the firepower. I expect there to be teething issues for Carlton early. I'm going to go Carlton. Well, what we actually found last year was Carlton at the M. CG were competitive. It was when they got away from the MCG. So at the G, I like the Blues to cover the line. Okay, Collingwood and Geelong. You guys had a debate, obviously, about who's going to win and why and the little line in your uh, best bet. Tell us. Old mate over here thinks Brennan Parfitt's going to save the Cats. <laughs> um, yeah, Collingwood line eight and a half. I'll have the Magpies. Do you like Joel Selwood? Do you think he can play footy? You know, he's going to play on the wing this year. He's playing out on the wing. Mitch Duncan? Also on the Tim wing. Tim Kelly? Spit forward. Yeah. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're not going to have a lot of people in the midfield. They're going to have seven wingmen. Hey, <laughs> Darcy Fogarty, baby. Uh, Lockie Fogarty better be a very good player. Mm. Cat's easy. Okay. Next game, Melbourne, easy. Port Adelaide. I think I know where this is going. I'll have uh, Melbourne at 22 and a half. Melbourne. Yep. Adelaide and the Hawkers. It's one of my better bets for the week, and I thought Adelaide easy. Yeah, yep. I've got Adelaide the same, but Adelaide between 20 and 40. Western Bulldogs and Sydney, and this is quick hands like you've ever seen it before. Well done, boys. Better than the last one. Faster, faster hands. I like the doggies. Uh, still a bit under strength. I think the f- we, it, it depends on Buddy. If Buddy's 100% ready to go, can you get me a medical update on him? Because he's going to play. Um, he's definitely going to play. He'll be 
as sound as you've ever seen. Nick Blakey's going to be an unbelievable uh, second act to him. I like the Swans here. It's only an eight and a half line. I think the Bulldogs are potentially a bottom four team. So I think the Swans to get the job done first up. And uh, one of the skinniest lines I've seen from the traders is Brisbane and West Coast this weekend. This is a I don't, I don't, tough game. I found hard, it hard, yeah. but I think you just have to back in West Coast just yep. because of they've got the runs on the board. There's a lot of hype around Brisbane, a lot of reasons to like Brisbane. But let's go with the the team with 200 on the board, not the okay. chasing team. Good call. Yeah. I'll have uh, West Coast, but this this is a um, with no confidence whatsoever. All right. Speaking of lines, St Kilda and the Gold Coast Suns, dollar ninety for twenty and a half. Yeah, I think that's a, a very short line. Mm, all so have, you like the Saints at the minus because yeah. you went for forty plus and forty plus. Bit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just just watch what Gold Coast put out there this week, yep. and you'll be disappointed. Yeah, I'll have the Saints as well. Okay, the Giants and Essendon. Not sure about this one. So but toss they, of the coin. Yeah, toss of the coin in that one for me, but I'm going to go with Essendon. Um, I'm choosing to just block out their JLT series. I pretend like it didn't happen. I was very high on them going into the season, so I'll stick with them. I've gone different. I like the Giants uh, minus eight and a half up there, Dicko. They're a lot better team up there. And I think Essendon, no Carl Hooker, no Joe Danaher. Dyson Heppel had a very interrupted preseason. Dylan Shields, new to the setup. I think GWS will get this done. Well, no Hogan. Uh, It's been documented uh, Comprehensively, Fremantle, North Melbourne. Well, I can tell you on Tuesday, so only uh, yesterday, the line was minus four and a half, came to minus one and a half. Now it's a dollar ninety. Take your pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which way are you leaning? I'm going to go with the Dockers. Um, not happy about it, but I'm going to go with the Dockers. Um, just their record at home last year. They were about ten goal better team at home versus away, so we'll stick with that logic and go with them. I like Freo as well, Dicko. I just think North Melbourne are going to be a bit disorganised down back. So no Scotty Thompson mm-hmm. there. Majak Dawes out of the team, obviously. They've got Ben McKay, who's still very much well learning the yeah, structure. Very much so. So I think um, I think Fremantle are going to score in this game. Okay, right. Let's turn our attention to first goal scorer, Jacob, because it's a market the punters at Bidizi love to play, yes. and the stats don't lie sometimes with champion data. Let's not look at the first goal scorer for the week. Let's look at the first goal scorer for the year. Now, who was it last year? Do we, does anyone remember? Ben Brown. No, for Carlton v. Richmond, oh, it was Charlie Kerno. It wow. was the first. They kicked the first five goals, came out of the blocks, and Charlie Kerno kicked five on the night. So you look at that. If he can back that up, he's paying $11 to do that again. Mm. That's a- Incredible odds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Tom Lynch and Jack Reward are in about seven fifty, but Charlie Kerno's out at eleven. We're thinking Jack Reward's gonna play further up the ground for Richmond this year. Yeah. I think his goal tally will be similar. I think it comes down a little. Um, and Tom Lynch plays a bit deeper, yeah. But he's always a dual threat rewalt because he can go that way, he can go that way, and he'll yep. always just have himself sit in the middle. All right, Boonana time, Boonana. You got one more. I've got one more. What is it? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go on the Friday night. And the one I'm liking is Brody Majek. He goes under the radar a yep. bit because he's not mm. your classical key forward. He's not someone that looks attractive as a player. But you look at his last seven weeks of the season, that was including finals. He hit 14 goals in those last seven games. That was one out of 11, every 11 goals in his matches. And he's sitting at $19. So if he kicks one out of every 11 goals, he's sitting at $19. I like those odds. Well, I really like Brody Majek as a player. Yeah. Geez, he was important uh, for the Pies last year, Dicker. But I know you're um, all across the horses. You know, you go to the sales and you and you buy the sort of the really good-looking horses, yeah. the sort of ones that Play strut around. Yeah. What do you call the horses that sort of a bit 
sort of straggling in the corner. But he gets yeah, a lime. They're called Bubble and Squeak. Bubble and Squeak. Yeah. I feel He's like Brody Milosevic is a little, as a look at as a footballer, yeah. is a little bit Bubble and Squeak. But um, that's why he wasn't picked up for a few years. He, he, he got left in the VFL because he, he was yeah. producing results, but everyone's going, oh, yeah. Don't worry. The way he looks. There's been plenty of blokes like that. You seen Stevie J when he used to walk? Yeah. Knock knee. He looked yeah, like a yeah, baby yeah. deer just being born, but Jizzy could find the snags. Don't worry about that. All right, Bunana time. This is where. Got a crazy ruffie. I'm going to start with you, Jay, because yeah. uh, I don't like to favouritism on this show, but I really like yours. Yeah, so well, we touched on it before. I think uh, Fremantle, we know Ross Lyon isn't traditionally a high-scoring uh, coach. He does like to lock it down. And yes, the Dockers are going to be missing. Jesse Hogan, Matt Tabernard will come in. But I like Fremantle to beat North Melbourne, Jacob, by more than 40 points. It's called points. beat up North yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, their midfield is okay. Um, I think they're going to get a lot of supply. And I think just the North Melbourne back six will be a little bit unsettled for this trip west. Can we, can we yeah. get a, a market made by the traders on when the first time that Jay Clark will back North Melbourne in this year? <laughs> I think it took it about round 20 last year. It's round like, 21. Will Gold Coast get a win or will Jay Clark back in North Melbourne yeah. first? You know when he's got something to say? You're talking and he's just grinding his teeth. <laughs> Jacob Wilson, just let me at him. All right, six seventy-five for a forty-plus win. Six seventy-five, forty-plus Fremantle. Jacob Wilson. Yeah, I warned you I was going to revisit Melbourne v Port Adelaide for a high-scoring game, and I think Melbourne will be the highest-scoring team this week. They're paying eleven dollars to do that. That is enormous odds. Yeah, eleven dollars. Because you look at Saints are short odds. I think Richmond are short odds. Yeah. But this game at the G. Now the only thing I'll say is that my wife loves. A, a good weather report. I call her Jane Bunn at home. Right. She said there might be a little bit of weather. So just watch out for a little bit of rain at the MCG. That's the only thing that could derail this. Re- reasonably massive factor. That mm. is. Like if it's a if, if there's any <laughs> any rain, I, I get amnesty from this bet. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, get... It's a 20 goal swing if it's yeah. uh, <laughs> if it's dampled. But I'll if put... it's dry, uh, Melbourne to be the highest. The concern game. for Melbourne for me, boys, and I'm as big on the demons as anyone, but Nathan Jones, Jake Melksham, Jack Viney mm. have had pretty interrupted preseason. So yeah, I'd expect those guys to be a little bit rusty. Yeah, that's all right. And it's hot round one. Like, you are blowing like you have never blowed before in terms of round one when it starts. So if you're a little bit underdone, it can take its time. Uh, Oliver, Brayshaw, and Gorn still fine? Yeah. Okay, we're we'll, we'll set then. Yeah, okay. Right. Van, no, Vandenberg for Melbourne. Anyway. Gentlemen, thanks very much for your time. Uh, Jacob Wilson, Jake Clark. Outstanding. Once yeah. again, that's two weeks in a row. And... Both clearly in the votes because there's only three of us. Do your math on that one. <laughs> All right. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Tell your mates if you enjoyed the show. Hopefully you did enjoy it. Enjoy round one Thursday night. It's going to be a belter, Carlton and Richmond. We'll be back next week as always giving you the good juice. We'll say it's the good juice because every week we're going to tip winners flat out. But you've been listening to Don't Argue Powered by Bet Easy. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs>